0: Today on Locked On Rockies, we bring back friend of the show, Skylar Timmons and Rockies expert for a lightning round of questions. Plus, he got to fill out a Hall of Fame ballot. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
0: Rock on Rockies fans! Welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today—a special episode here with Skylar Timmons joining us. Here, you know him, you'll love him. We talk about his work all the time. Purple Row, every Rocky ever. We just recorded a really great episode of the Affected by Altitude podcast as well, so you can check that out as we... Actually, I really liked our conversation because we we got to dive into a lot of the minutiae of the Rockies. Getting to the—if you're looking for some in the weeds. uh Rocky's talk that was that was it because it was a good philosophy talk there and 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 skyler welcome into the show
1: uh thank you also the extent of my expertise and abilities are highly exaggerated
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he says as he writes for uh multiple websites he does all sorts of great stuff got to fill uh got to be a uh got to fill out a hall of fame ballot we're going to talk about that later Uh, Just wanted to thank you all for making Locked on Rockies your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. You can also find the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Just search Locked On Rockies and your subscription to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel is one of the best ways to help the show. Really, really do appreciate when you do that and really do appreciate you uh, supporting all your favorite Rockies media folks. Uh, so I wanted to do something a little different as we're in the, the, the dead zone of, of the season kind of right now. Winter meetings are coming up and we talked about that on your show. And, and, and instead, to kind of fill the gaps, I just wanted. to pepper you with a lot of lightning round questions just to kind of see where what your thoughts are on a variety of topics Mm -hmm. because we're kind of just guessing right right now we're just kind of (laughs) just assuming maybe thinking that uh that 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 that'll be you know the rockies will do this or that so kind of want to pepper you with some questions and see where you think How, how does that sound oh we'll do our best I, okay. Having
1: to just put what is media people is nothing
0: else. Just wild speculation yeah. and guessing 95% of the time, <laughs> especially here in sports as well. All right, Skylar, I want to start with a question of your friend comes up to you and says, I'm thinking of getting my friends, Rocky season tickets, the Rockies fans. They'll want to go. What do you tell that friend about the Rockies? And would you recommend that they buy, get in on a season ticket package? Uh, if anything, I'd advise them at least to look more into like the mini
1: passport plans, like those smaller ones that where you can kind of pick and choose games and stuff. But I think we <laughs> tell them more or less kind of be honest and what to expect. Like you'll there's some fun, exciting players, especially now. You no know, highlight. There's you no know, Nolan Jones, Brenton Doyle, some exciting young players on the team. Uh, they may not win, but maybe the other team you'll get to see some good. Ba- you'll get to see some good baseball at least, whether it's the Rockies or the other team coming in. Uh, but then, no, the same thing. You tell them, like, but Coors Field. it's fun to be there. It's a great place to watch the game. You'll have some, you'll have fun. And I think that's always my thing. Like, I'm not going to discourage people from going to games. If you want to, I, it's fun. It's fun to go. At the end of the day, it's a fun thing to go do. But uh, yeah, you highlight, who are you going to see? Nolan Jones. He might sock a dinger for you and it, it'll be fun. You'll get up, you'll dance, you'll do the wave. You'll go eat a Helton burger or something, a Rockies dog. But, uh, yeah, tell them go have fun. But uh, maybe don't get in on a season ticket thing just yet. Maybe feel the waters yet first.
0: Will the Rockies make a trade during the winter meetings, and will it be a big trade? Uh, no. I don't think they will. <laughs> Simple enough. Simple enough. <laughs> will, after the trade deadline in 2024, Ryan McMahon, Elias Diaz, and Brendan Rodgers will be Colorado Rockies. Yes or no? Um. So after the 2024 season? At, no, after the 2024 trade deadline. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, I feel like McMahon it's going to be a split decision. McMahon yes, Rodgers no, Diaz no.
0: You think you think the Rockies are going to stick with Elias Diaz? Uh, no I don't oh I know
1: yeah, yeah it's, no I think he would get traded at that point it again it was the, we're assuming that they're going to be out of it
0: yeah no, the, I know I messed up my leg <laughs> now I know that. I was like okay now I see now I see what you were saying that, that that makes total sense but it'll be a uh that one's an interesting one I think yeah. the Elias Diaz situation is really interesting and I I really do think that's going to be kind of the one where it's like your your Randall Gritchick where it's like, hey, this guy is contributing still. Like, put him on a. Yeah. I know the Angels didn't end up panning out, but it's like, hey, send him to a team that's a little bit more in the mix. Let him figure out that mm-hmm. that's because uh... you're not re-signing Elias Diaz like that. I, at no. least I don't think.
1: No, and Drew Romo is going to be ready. No, he'll be in Triple A. Start the season Triple A, and you no, know, they depending on how he does, and maybe depending on how Elias Diaz is doing in the team. You no, know, he's he's ready to take over. By the trip by August first, at the latest, you know, I think so. You can afford like okay if Diaz is having a, a solid year. Okay, we we'll, we'll, we can trade him off, get a get some pieces, and Drew Romo, you finish out the season for us.
0: If the Rockies don't trade Elias Diaz, does Drew Romo play for the Rockies in twenty twenty four?
1: uh I still think yeah. No, if maybe the September call up, or because. Depend on whoever the heck the backup catcher is. Who I don't even know who's going to be backup catcher next year. Are they Ryan not going? Servin at the moment, yeah, is
0: the moment. Servin not on the roster?
1: Well, he is, but I don't know if he's the type of option we want. Still,
0: he is. Uh, he's not good.
1: Yeah, he, he's had a rough go. He had that exciting start when he debuted last year or in twenty twenty two, but then it's just kind of fizzled out.
0: Nothing, he just hasn't brought much to really sit there and be like whoa you know there, like yeah. at least lees diaz where it's like ah oh, why are you throwing that ball way above someone's head it's like at least he drives and runs and still cuts down people at second base like incredibly yeah. effectively so that'll be that, that that's an interesting one in, in the same vein here does zach veen play for the colorado rockies in 2024
1: yes because he has where? to <laughs> the Right field at the moment is still who's playing right field consistently, regularly next You're year. Not Sean Bouchard. Eh, that's the thing. Is like Sean Bouchard. I don't know. We haven't seen him in extended look as an everyday player. No, we've seen him some as a semi regular coming off the bench, which I think he's the perfect Connor Joe coming off the bench type of guy. Yeah, he can start a couple times during the week, but he's not going to be my everyday regular. But otherwise, you have Michael Tolia, Hunter Goodman, who all bring their own sort of baggage to offensive things. So it's right field's kind of up in the air for me, for me personally, still. But uh, Zach Veen, at least September, I think he gets in by September. Does
0: Chris Bryant play right field? Uh, no, they're going to keep him at first base. (laughs) Not and, and okay, and then. Before before we wind down our first round of Lightning Rockies questions here with Skylar Timmons, does Charlie Blackman have a 50-50 split of right field and DH next year? Uh, I
1: think from what it pans out, that's probably what's going to happen. He's going to DH more so. but He's going right to play field, more right
0: field than we think.
1: Yeah, he's going to play a lot more right field than we think because Nolan Jones is in left field, and Chuck will handle right field more often like, Several times during the week, like splitting the week, I would think. Like maybe he won't play consecutive games in right field, but you no know it dh dh right field dh right field that kind of stuff splitting it up more.
0: All right. Before we go before before we go into the nope, I'll tease it. I'll give you time to think about it into the break. Ooh. Our next question leading into segment number two is our on our Rockies lightning round here with uh Skylar Timmins of multiple bylines and and places but we know him of course here purple row that's that's one of our favorites here on the show does chris bryant and charlie blackman play over 120 games next year that's the question leading into segment number two we're going to get to that in just one moment but before we do that got to tell you about some of the folks that helped make this show possible and that includes FanDuel, don't miss out on all the NFL action with FanDuel America's number 1 sports book right now. Hey, keep believing in your Denver Broncos. We're recording this ahead of time, so I'm not sure how this is going to how the game against uh, the, the the Texans is going to go, but you know what? We've said believe in the Broncos during this read for the past five weeks, and it's worked out. So you know what? Believe in your Broncos, or maybe believe in your Avalanche or your Nuggets, and you can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, under, and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on for all the action this nfl season don't miss out on 150 dollars in bonus bets when your team wins at fanduel.com locked on fanduel the official partner of the nfl we are your Rockies fans, extraordinaires, Skyler Timmons and Paul Holden here on the Locked on Rockies podcast, thanking you for joining us today and uh, thanking you for making Locked on Rockies your first listen. I don't know if Skyler's thanking you, but I'm thanking you for making us your first listen of the day and finding us on your favorite streaming services. Uh, we bring If you're looking for people who like Rockies baseball, you're looking at two probably top, top of the line people when it comes to dealing with we watch Rocky's baseball so you don't have to (laughs) basically (laughs) how we I I always described as I love
1: Rocky's baseball but I don't like it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think that's the best way to uh, to describe it. So appreciate you uh, checking us out here on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel and on your favorite streaming services. Hey, speaking of YouTube, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel. Uh, we were in uh, the middle of our Rockies lightning round where Skylar's answering a bunch of random questions that I'm literally coming up with most of them on the spot. I had a couple in my head to, to keep things moving, but we figured this time of the year, mix it up a little bit and I wanted to, to, to put them on the hot seat to see how we thought. And the question leading into segment number two was will Chris Bryant and Charlie Blackman each play 120 games next year? Stay healthy for 120 games next year.
1: I'm split. I think Charlie Blackman can because it got hit in the hand, broke his finger. There's not much you can do to control that. Otherwise Chuck was pretty healthy last season. Uh, Maybe that break on the injured list kind of refreshed his legs a bit, but overall Chuck's usually pretty good for quite a few games. Um, 144 in 2021. And then injuries hurt him last year, but I think healthy. He was looking good in that final season he's going to push himself to get through to 120 games in what I assume is his final season in baseball, but specifically as a Rocky Chris Bryant. On the other hand, no,
0: will he play a hundred? I'm hopeful. <laughs> is that enough to make you feel better about Chris Bryant is a hundred games enough for Chris Bryant to play for me. That's simply too low. Yeah, it's still too low, but at least a hundred, I think it's a step in the
1: right direction at least, which is sad with how big that contract is. But I think like 110, 115 would be great. But yeah, that 120, I think that's the benchmark he needs to get to. Mm -hmm. And hopefully a moved full transition to first base and DH will go a long way in helping that. Save his legs a little bit more. And then it's just a matter of staying out of the way of pitches and not getting hit in the hand to break his hand
0: it'll be interesting uh for for bryant going into this offseason where it is i'm a first baseman you know i'm yeah. going into this offseason playing first base i'm not worrying about the out hitting hitting in first base are my are my clear focus okay next one for you here nolan jones is a 30 30 player next year 30 home runs 30 stolen bases Ooh, i'm gonna go with the bold optimism and say yes he was a 2020 player this year uh in 367 at bats uh i think it's possible i think he i think it might be more likely he's in the 30-20 stolen yeah. bases maybe down but I, I think i think if you if 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 there's a line i don't know what fanduel has i don't know if they have Rocky's future home run totals yet but say say the over/unders 25 and a half for for nolan jones home runs i'm taking the over mm-hmm.
1: yeah he's got a full regular season under his belt, comfortable in Colorado. He's got himself established defensively and really in a good space offensively. I I think he can do it.
0: All right. Our next one, the Colorado Rockies will lose a hundred games in
1: 2024.
0: Mm, part of me wants to say no, <laughs> it's going to come
1: close. I think it...
0: they'll have another year where they come close. I, I think they'll, they'll eerily escape, but uh, to, to, to follow, follow up with that, the Colorado Rockies will finish the first month of the season above 500. <laughs> Have you looked at their schedule? I haven't, but here I, I got you here. I'll put, I'll give you, I'll give you, because I did a whole episode on this. The Rockies are in hot water immediately. They don't play a non-playoff caliber team until like middle of May. Ooh. So here is here is how the season I'll just I'm just going to read the series of, of up until basically where I think they 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 stop hitting a potential playoff team. OK, so they're they open the series at Arizona at the Cubs. Then they play the Rays. They play the D-backs. They play at uh, Toronto at Philly, play the Mariners, play the Padres, play the Astros in Mexico City, play the Marlins. And then finally on may 3rd they are at the pirates so that is their first month of the season if i I can go a little slower again but it's it's basically the first month of the season is d-backs cubs rays blue jays phillies mariners padres astros (laughs) yeah
1: they're not finishing above 500 (laughs) (laughs) like the goal will be to win 10 games because they won nine games in 2023 in april so uh get one more win
0: (laughs) i i saw that and my heart kind of sunk a little bit because of like how much i'm i'm trying to stay on some on the smaller positive stuff for the rockies but it's just like because i was seeing some stuff and they're like oh the rockies are going to be the worst team you know there's a there's a lot of preseason projections that have the rockies as the worst team in baseball and i'm like "I, i just don't know if i buy that and it's like then you look at your schedule and you're like this team going up against these teams at this rate next year that's the problem. I mean yeah. again and then after that after that pirates uh series it's Giants, Rangers, Padres, Giants and then you get the A's. You really don't get a break at all. There, there's really not a point where you like play back-to-back series against non-playoff caliber teams. Maybe you know, you get this NL Central stretch here in June where you get reds cardinals but there's no real reprieve until late in the second half of the season mm-hmm. uh, uh uh you know so when we talk trade deadline the rockies are gonna have some really i think the the story might be told for them a little bit earlier than than we think you know if yeah so i guess this will lead into my next rapid fire question if the rockies do struggle out the gates they will trade sooner rather than later
1: um mm, probably not i think they'll wait until like I think June, like they kind of show like when they traded Mike Moustakis. I, I think June's probably their good litmus test because um, two months, you know, the first two months give you a good idea of what you are as a team and what you know, maybe you have and you can start then putting wheels in motion. So I, I don't think until June probably is when they start trading, would start trading people.
0: All right, here's another one for you. After the 2024 trade deadline, Michael Tolia, Hunter Goodman, and Sean Bouchard are all members of the Colorado Rockies. Yes or no? Uh, I want to say yes. Yeah, I think Michael Tolia is getting traded. Yeah, he would I be the one I would agree with. He, I just don't know if he has a spot. Because if you're not trading Tolia, you're trading Montero, right?
1: Yeah, it, that's where I fall with one of those two. Like Especially this offseason when you're looking for pitching. And no, oh, you can keep Montero, he has a little bit more better bat, but between the two, there's still just too many problems between both that they just haven't been able to iron out. And like, both of them aren't doing super great in winter ball right now. Uh, Tolly is doing a little bit better than Monty, I think. But one of those guys, they, they have value, but there's just no place to put them because Chris Bryant's at first base, and Charlie Blackman's your DH, and Totally is not the best right fielder, so
0: it's just totally. It's kind of a bummer for him where it's like he's supposed to be the first baseman. That's like his whole. I just feel like when it's really strange to can tell to to tell to to hype up a guy as the next Todd Helton and then he will withers away in right field. Like, and and I know his bat hasn't been there when the Rockies have given because he got at bats last year. I'm not saying he was one of the prospects that actually got to see the field. Uh, in, in consistent stretches. But I think he's just in a really tough spot where the Rockies, like, it, it's again, can the Rockies take it on the chin of trading? Like, does that, does trading Montero bring up more ire from the Arenado trade? And does that really matter at this point? I, I don't really think so. Cause yeah. Yeah, I think people will take a picture if it, if it comes to the, uh, if, if Monty's yeah. the, the one that goes. But I, and, man, I really want to see that Montero breakout year. Yeah.
1: And and thing with Tolly is the team has to show that they can make no drastic, improvements on a player that's that's struggling no and it could be hey michael stop switch hitting we just need you to bat left-handed let's Mm -hmm. focus on that or something like that otherwise yeah trade them trade either one of those guys if they're not going to have that full opportunity give them opportunity somewhere else where they can
0: expand and you bring in a pitcher that you need Kyle Freeland cuts down on the home runs and, and improves on his strikeout numbers this year. Yes or no? Uh, I, yes on the home runs,
1: but, uh, strikeouts just aren't part of his game. <laughs> that's the thing. He's going to be looking to get ground ball outs,
0: which is, that's good. That works, but yeah, do it effectively. And we know how good he is. I mean, he's one of the best double play, uh, ground ball inducers. I feel like out there, he, he really can get himself out of some jams, if he could like you
1: no know, get four to five strikeouts a game, that's a good number. I think for his type of caliber of pitcher, though, know, in a big spot, you've got to be able to get strikeouts. And you no, know, he, he has the arsenal to do it. He has the know how, the deceptiveness as a lefty to do it. It's just a matter of placing those pitches and sequencing to where you can get the strikeouts. So like four to five, I'll take that. I'll take that
0: every outing from Kyle Freeland. 100 yeah you can go four to five strikeouts and he can go to the sixth or the seventh happy even if it's you know a two run you know even if you give up two or three like i I think that's the thing the pill you got to swallow with rocky's pitching like your offense should be good enough that if your starter gives up two or three you should still be able to be in ball games like you should still be able to back you should still be able to back your pitcher up and, and, and be able to 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 go blow for blow with them that's that's what the offense needs to be keeping with the pitching We see the best version of Austin Gomber in 2024.
1: Mm, I don't think so. Was this year the best version of Austin Gomber? I partly still don't think so. I I don't know. I don't know what the best version of Austin Gomber is, is the big problem because we've seen stretches where he's been good, but it's all just kind of too much of a mixed bag. Like, I don't know what a really good Austin Gomber looks like. Is it, when his curveball's is working, he's getting a ton of ground ball outs and you know, going six shutout. I don't know. Cause um, we don't see it very often, but we'll see a better version. I think a more complete version of where he is at now we'll see improvement.
0: If he stays healthy with that back, will the Rockies bring back either chase Anderson or Chris Flexen? I think chase Anderson
1: would be there. The I think he would because they, they liked him. He was putting in some good outings and, no relatively wouldn't be cheap and he wants to come back No, well, he was interested in coming back so that's always a magic word for the rockies they want if the guy wants to come back or
0: wants to be here they're like oh yeah we gotta get him yeah and the fact that they currently don't have a starting five
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he would bring some stability to that rotational options
0: and you know lash again not great really at the above above Below average pitcher, yes, but he did stabilize things. And yes, there are gonna, there's gonna be the Chase Anderson game where he gets hammered and he's out in an inning in the third, like that. that That's totally gonna happen. But again, your offense has to be able to punch back more so than it did last year, and I think that will benefit some of these fringe Rockies pitchers. That's that's what's made it such a big deal with Rockies pitching in the past is that combination of the dip in Rockies offense as well. I think that's a, a key thing. Kyle Freeland is a better pitcher when his offense is there because the two, three runs he gives up don't feel as bad because it feels, you know, there were times where it's like, Oh, great. Here comes the seventh. This team's bringing in their bullpen. The Rockies offense is just going to strike out the whole way there. There's no way Mm -hmm. they're going to climb this mountain. All right. We'll keep mixing it. Let's, let's, let's get a little more fun here. The Dodgers don't win the NL West. No. You don't have to tell me who. I'm just saying the Dodgers (laughs) don't win the NL West in 2024.
1: No, they're going to win it. Yeah. I think they win it.
0: It, 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 You
1: look at the rest of the division, you're like, I don't know anybody that can overtake them in the division itself, especially if they're going out and getting Shohei and they somehow pull off a trade and bring in Mike Trout. Okay, like, I saw uh, that
0: and I was like, for the love of, of all that is holy. No. Like it's it's that Simpsons meme where like stop, he's already right, dead. Yeah. I, I did the Michael Scott Scott gif of like, no, God, please, no. <laughs> uh, I'll lead that into do the Dodgers land Shohei. No, I, I can't
1: I can't re- resign myself to saying yes because there's better options for Shohei to go to. There than isn't. the Dodgers like the Cubs or the Mariners or the Rangers even or the even the Toronto Blue Jays uh, I'm personally rooting him to go to the Cubs I just think that that would work for the Cubs and I'm okay with the Cubs doing stuff but
0: you're one of those let the Cubs have good things type of guy yeah to, and just uh, let them that. do their thing <laughs> I mean, I wish the Rockies were in that division man
1: jeez oh I would be so happy in a central division
0: yeah oh my goodness there's a <laughs> um let's see here We're because i i want to we're, we're gonna go to uh, a, a break here and then we'll wind down with uh, i want to talk about uh, you you uh, filling out a hall of fame ballot uh there here in segment number three i'm just trying to think of if i missed anything that i wanted to oh okay who's the rockies all-star next year uh nolan jones yeah and ezekiel tovar okay i'm gonna, it give, him is. Two. I like I'm gonna
1: give him two and,
0: and, and in that same vein How many gold glove finalists do the Rockies have next year? Let's see. Um, I'm going to count. Let's see. And and they keep the roster. No, just say no trades. Rogers, McMahon, stay on the team. Still here.
1: Let's see. I'm going to say, say, I'm going to say Jones, Doyle, McMahon, Tovar, I'm going to throw Brandon Rogers back in there because he just didn't get a chance to defend his title yeah, this I year. Yeah, I think
0: he I, – I think Brandon so Rogers like, – There's
1: was... a world where they could have five five gold glove finalists next year. Does that mean anything for the Rockies? I think it's a good step in the right direction, and it can make it more attractive to, like, maybe bringing in pitchers. Like, hey, like, you come here, we're going to have a good defense behind you. And you've, we've talked about that on your on this show before. The defense makes pitching better and gives confidence to pitchers combine that with an offense that can keep you in games but a defense does a lot for helping a pitcher along the way yep absolutely
0: all right we i I want i got one more question to ask and that's uh, about skyler's experience filling out his hall of fame ballot we're going to do that coming up in segment number three Thank you for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. Thank you for tuning in here to the show. We're running a little late, so I, I, I'm not going to do the, the usual spiel. But check us out: streaming services, YouTube, Locked On Sports Today. It's all there. You can check it all out. Skylar here, Skylar Timmons from Purple Row and a million other things. Skylar, you had you got to fill out a Hall of Fame ballot this year, and I know, I know, it, it, we were kind of joking a little bit about it on the on before, but it has to be really cool, and it also has to be really cool to be a voice for Todd Helton.
1: Yeah, so it's part of the IBWAA, the Internet Baseball Writers Association of America. They're kind of like a, a basically an internet-based one. You know they're not affiliated with the BBWAA, who are the more official, real Hall of Fame. You know voting for their Hall of Fame, but the IBWAA is, you know, just kind of a helping, serve, and promote baseball content creators. So like myself, or like even you, Paul, guy, people that do blogs, podcasts, in that. Seem to help get their, their work out there really helps aspiring writers. It was like, yeah, it's a kind of a pay you to get into the club. It's a lifetime membership, pretty cheap. It's like 75 bucks for a lifetime membership. You can tag them into stuff you write and they'll share it. either have a newsletter you can write for and get paid just a little bit. And so it's a nice little organization. They're always, we vote They send out voting awards. We vote for awards year. So vote for MVP, all that good stuff, all stars. And this time of year they they send out their own Hall of Fame ballot voting for their internet <laughs> baseball Hall of Fame and uh, the nice caveat is they give us 12 votes so we're not mm. limited to 10. it gives you an extra two and uh, I'm of that belief like there's no reason the Hall of Fame should be small like celebrate the history of baseball, celebrate the guys of different eras and so that's how I approach it. I had a full ballot, 12 guys emphasized it more like here's my top 10 and then here's my extra two votes i threw in just to kind of align it a little better but it's it is i do not envy the hall of fame voters because it's tough mm-hmm. You're you're sitting there going through stats and you no know, i'm not familiar with some of these guys to so try to dive into the stats everything it's it's a tough process to think like okay well who would i put in at number 10 who's number 11 who just misses the cusp of who I would vote for. Oh, well, this guy had some legal troubles off the field, but it was a really good pitcher. How do I reconcile that? Or you know, Manny Ramirez A-Rod, yes, really good players. I didn't vote for him because they were suspended for PED usage. Oh, you know, they missed a lot of time because of PEDs, and I follow the philosophy of John Paul Morosi, where if they were suspended during the era where they're cracking down on that stuff, yeah, they don't get his vote. And subscribe to that philosophy but Mm -hmm. it's a it's an interesting process just thinking about voting even in this scenario where you you know take it seriously and just think like well who who is deserving who would i vote for and everything so
0: well i think i think when you saying that gives a lot of good perspective i think for us as rockies fans too that are always like uh, you know we're we're up in arms about people not knowing the rockies but again you're sitting there like I simply just don't have time to know all these baseball players and I don't have room and I didn't, I didn't watch them. So I think that's, you know, it it might be a separate thing, but I think that that's a really good way to get that perspective to, to, to get some, some, some insight Uh onto it. And so uh, we're, we're running out of time, but, but Skylar, give me, give me your elevator pitch Helton hall of fame. Why, (laughs) why Todd Helton in the hall, Elevator pitch, just the thing that when you think Todd Helton stats or whatever that just impresses you the most.
1: I think when you're trying to tell the story of baseball and you want to include players that help tell that story for multiple different teams, whoever. And Todd Helton spent his entire 17 year career in Colorado. That means something. And not only that, despite where he played, the difficulties that, you know, the biases that people have against him, he put up Hall of Fame numbers doing things that Lou Gehrig hadn't done. Uh, a, A prolific doubles hitter, extra base hitter, could hit home runs, impeccable plate discipline, one of the best defenders at his position during his era, and ultimately one of the just best bats. Regardless of where he played, you can look at his away stats better than some of the career numbers of Hall of Famers. So ultimately, don't let the... I guess the the stigma of Coorsfield and altitude keep you from or negate the greatness of an individual's accomplishments and don't punish him for where he chose to play. You know, he didn't choose to be drafted by the Rockies. They they dra- selected him and then he chose to continue to stay. And I think that says a lot about his character as an individual and then just as a player. Yep, absolutely. Coorsfield does not define him. No, it it helps a little bit, but everybody benefits from their home ballpark. Yep,
0: regardless. So there's that no Yankee problems. Stadium. There's that uh, field in Cincinnati. There's a lot of other offensive ballparks that don't get nearly the amount of uh, of focus there that Coors does. Uh, Skylar, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to wrap things up here for today's episode of Locked On Rockies. Where can they go to uh, stay up to date with all things uh, you and uh, your Rockies coverage? You can find me at sideline
1: underscore crowd over on X, formerly known as Twitter. I think that's the official way to say that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for however long until that gets run into the ground. But also you can find me at purple writing weekly Wednesday rock piles Our uh, ranking. The Rockies series is coming closer to an end. We're in the top 10 now.
0: Yeah. The Finishing good guys. Rockies.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. More so more so there. Uh, the guys that have one war or above. <laughs> and, uh, but you can find me there also at fansforsports.com, writing a lot about Rocky's articles. You can find my hall of fame ballot article where I talk about the guys I selected and, and stats and things. And uh, yeah, good stuff. And find us on the affected by altitude podcast at Rocky mountain rooftop over on Twitter or on YouTube on Rocky mountain rooftop. So uh, good stuff. It find us on wherever you get your, podcasting platforms
0: yep and you can also get the locked on rockies podcast wherever you get your podcasting platforms thank you for making us your first listen of the day check us out on the locked on rockies youtube channel don't miss out on the locked on broncos locked on avalanche locked on nuggets and locked on buffs podcast if you need more colorado sports coverage until next time this is paul holden saying so long from the locked on rockies podcast